The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. And this is the testimony of John. When the Jews from Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to him to ask him, Who are you? He admitted and did not deny it, but admitted, I am not the Christ. So they asked him, What are you then? Are you Elijah? He said to him, I am not. Are you a prophet? He answered, No. They said to him, Who are you so that we can give an answer to those who sent us? What do you have to say for yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the desert, make straight the way of the Lord, as Isaiah the prophet said. Some Pharisees were also sent, and they asked him, Why then do you baptize if you are not the Christ, or Elijah, or the prophet? John answered them, I baptize you with water, but there is one among you whom you do not recognize. The one who is coming after me, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to untie. This happened in Bethany across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The first letter that Paul ever wrote was to the Thessalonians. And the reason why he wrote to the Thessalonians is because they, while they needed some of his advice. Why did they need his advice? Well, to understand the answer to this question, we need to know a little bit about the city Thessalonica. So Thessalonica was actually the capital of Greece, Mesopotamia. So it was a really important city in the Roman Empire. But not only that, the Roman Empire had built a highway that ran right through Thessalonica. Now, if you go west on this highway that they built, eventually it would run into Rome. So somehow Rome and Thessalonica were connected. If you go to Corinth, which is way off the beaten path, the people in Corinth, they don't care about Rome at all because they're, they're, they're not in their optics. But see, the Thessalonians, because the Rome was in their line of vision, the Thessalonians said that, gee, we ought to show our appreciation to the emperor in Rome. And so the way they did that is they had festivals during the year. And then during these festivals, they had free food, they had fun entertainment, they had athletic competition. I mean, who doesn't like sports and free food? So everybody in the city, everyone went out to these festivals. All except, of course, the Christians. The Christians didn't want to participate in, in pagan rituals. So the Inhabitants there, the Thessalonians of the city, noticed this. And they said, what, are we not good enough for you? So Christians became an outcast. And Christians suffered because of this. Like economically, they were embarrassed, they were humiliated. Now when Paul saw that they were suffering, it was the occasion for his first letter. He says, i got to write to them. And he gave him some advice. 
Now, the advice that he gives them is a little odd, just to warn you. And this is the advice he gives them. Stay low, work hard, and be humble. Now, that seemed strange to me until I started to think about it a little bit. And let's say, for instance, you go to work. Now, who are the people that you see at work? Well, some people you go to work and you see that they work really hard. They work diligently, but they're never happy. And then you have other workers that they don't do anything at all all day, and they're always happy. And then you have some people in the job site that work really hard. They stay low. They're humble. They love their job, and they're always happy. Now, of those three groups of people that you see at your job every day, who are the ones that you like the most? Well, I know the group that I like the most are the ones that are humble, work hard, and they're always happy. And Paul is saying to them, look it, you're you're social outcasts. You're humiliated. Use that. Use that as an advantage. Now, why is that such an advantage? Because that's the life of Christ. Christ was a humble, hardworking servant that served us. Use it for your advantage. Look at Christ won us over. You will win them over. Anytime we have the opportunity to live Christ's life is an advantage. You know, at the end of the year, and we look back at the past year, and we say, well, there's a lot of stuff that happened with the virus. It was election year. The year before that, there was a lot of weather difficulties. Maybe in the next year will be economy, maybe a war. Who knows? There's always going to be something. But do you remember what Christ said to us? He says, if you want to be Christian, you've got to follow me. If you want to follow me, you've got to pick up the cross every day. That's part of the deal. That, that's, that's the part of the program is suffering. That, that's what, that's, it's, it's, it's what we are. It's who, it's who defines us. Blessed are those who are persecuted. And then when we ever get suffering, we, we have the nerve to be surprised. <laughs> it's part of the job. Because it's an advantage. It's an advantage for us to be able to live the life of Christ. That's how we're going to draw people. That's how we're going to win people over. So this letter that he wrote to the Thessalonians, the same, we're going through the same thing as they are. Same sufferings, same trials, Live in the promise that God gave us. So the advice to us is take advantage, live Christ's life. And what was Christ's life? He stayed low. He worked really hard because he was a servant. He had a servant's heart. And he was humble.